who's the most terrible of them all? It's Hollywood Lean. Hello and welcome to Everyone is Terrible. I'm your host, Hollywood Lean. It's my favorite day of the week. It is October 16th. I have voted. Mike Pence had a fly on his head. And joining me today on the podcast, up-and-coming baker and Bravo superfan. You've heard her here before, guys. It's April Donaldson. Hey, baby, how you doing? Hey, hey, Leanne. How are you? So happy to be back. So many actually terrible things to talk about. We got some amazing things coming. April, how are you? What's going on? I've been watching a lot of old uh, New York Housewives reruns and making some cakes, you know? Can't get better than that. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you for coming back. Um, Like April said, it's been a crazy week and not a lot of Bravo things. There's a lot of division happening in the Bravo world. We're talking WAP. We're talking Cardi. We're talking The Bachelorette. So yes. I'm a lot of terrible people. Lots of nominations for terrible people. Um, I always say on my podcast, I always get Kanye. I always get Trump. And this week was no different. They are most terrible every week. So coming <laughs> in with our first nomination, Tyga. His nudes leaked on Twitter. And you guys... His dick is huge. Oh, yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm not surprised, though. I'm not surprised because I can't imagine Kylie being with someone without, you know, without the dick. I just want to <laughs> know why. Why is he on OnlyFans? I mean, doesn't he have enough money? I mean, what's what's happening, Tyga? And then apparently he's have has a sex tape that's out with this TikTok star that's only 18 years old. It's definitely terrible. Well, you just named like, yeah, like three reasons why he's terrible and why he's like a full blown official nominee for most terrible. <laughs> like, I could feel that in my guts just like looking at Ooh, it. Yeah. But yeah. he's like so skinny and twerpy though. Like, are you attracted to Tyga? I am definitely not, no. Uh, I mean, love his music, especially after seeing that photo. I just don't know if I could handle all that. <laughs> um, I'm not really a big fan of his music. I only know him through Kylie, so... You know, now I know what Kylie saw in him and why mm-hmm. she kept him around for as long as she did. Because even while he was on Keeping Up with the Kardashians, I really didn't get much personality from him. At least we know one good thing he has, and which is a huge meat popsicle. And we're going to mm-hmm. get into the conversation about censoring your children. I personally don't have any, so I'm going to try to stay in my lane. <laughs> and the internet and YouTube and just everything is at the disposal of their fingertips on the telephone, on the cell phone. Because telephone doesn't even exist these days. It's a cell phone, <laughs> you guys. Raise your hand if you had a landline. Speaking of like 12-inch uh, meat popsicles, let's get into our second nominee for most terrible, and that's Cardi B. And that's because she's back with Offset after filing for divorce. Here's the thing about it, you guys. Is there no other dick out there? Oh, I know. It's unfortunate. I know that fans are getting on her about this. It's not a Rihanna Chris Brown situation. Like, he's not beating her. They're best friends. They make incredible music together. I feel like he writes all her raps, so I don't feel like Cardi would be as huge without the good music to back yeah. up that incredible personality, but they make a good team. I mean, she can get any man she wants. Yeah. It's also, I do understand, you know, there's celebrities too. She doesn't want to get out there and meet someone that's taking, taking advantage of her for being a celebrity or for her money. So, you know, maybe having this relationship and she just feels comfortable with it. And, you know, that happens to a lot of us. You feel comfortable in a relationship, you go back to it, even though it may not be the best, you know, she wants a dick. So you, She's going to get it. 
We all do crazy things for the dick, man. To me, that is saying, like, not everyone can handle me. And the second is, like, she's like, I'm a freak and I need that shit. And I think her and Offset have obviously, you know, found and established this foundation of incredible sex. And good for them. We're all jealous. There's going to be a lot of terribleness. Let's get into, um, it's a little bit more of Cardi B, but it's more on the Bravo side. Everyone knows who Mm -hmm. Bethany Frankel is. The founder of Skinny Girl Margarita. You know, Bethany disses the WAP song this week. Being slutty, talking about dick, that you want dick, that you haven't had enough dick lately. I think Samantha on Sex and the City started this whole thing. The N word is used. Pussy is said fifty times in the song. If it said one, like it's we do, we didn't just double down on it. We didn't just name the song it. We're just talking about the wet ass pussy. By the way, it's a good song. Park your Mack truck in my tiny garage. I do not think she has a tiny garage. By the way, I'd like to mention. Okay, so I don't really like how she talked about Cardi B's vagina, though. She only wants one man. So I mean, I don't know why Bethany is making these assumptions and calling it trashy. But then throwing in, you know, some good words. Oh, it's written good, and she makes great music, but... All of a sudden, she's a music critic. Just like (laughs) she was judging Erica Jane's music videos. Oh, the production value is very, you know, very cheap. Like her on a silver bed, whipping her hair back and forth. It's like, Bethany, when did you become a music mogul? Let's stick to saving the world. I mean, you can have an opinion on the WAP song, obviously. Talking about how women shouldn't be called sluts and whores. But don't you... Didn't you call Luann a whore? Didn't you call her a slut? <laughs> you are a hypocrite. You f- everyone. You are a slut and a liar and a hypocrite. Tell her that she slept with everybody. Like, she's a bit of a hypocrite here. I'm kind of mad at Bethany. What do you think about this? Yeah, I'm mad about it too. And also from a couple of weeks ago when she was throwing some shade at Kylie for buying her daughter the million dollar backpack or whatever it was. I'm, I have definitely seen Bethany spend lots and lots of money on things on the show. She claimed she was homeless when she owned multiple homes. I mean, she's just being a hypocrite all over the place right now. I'm not liking it at all. Yeah, she was mad that Kylie's daughter had like a $13,000 broken yeah. bag backpack. Yeah. Whatever. Rich people are all terrible. So I have no opinion on that because all rich people are terrible, including <laughs> Bethany. So shut up, Bethany. And if you want to bring up the daughter thing, like it is not Cardi B's job to censor your child. We've been through this since the freaking 80s. Like we've been through this with Madonna. We went through this with a bunch of hip hop artists in the 90s. We went through this with Britney Spears. Like yep. how many times are we going to blame it on the pop stars? It is not their job to raise and censor your child and she's referring to the sample of the song where they're saying there's some whores in this house yeah bethany it's a freaking song i can name so many songs that are about sex masturbation love penises body parts from the 80s to the 90s let's just bring up a couple i touched myself from the 80s clearly about masturbation slob on my knob like corn on the cob from the freaking three six mafia really my neck my back what about the whisper song where he's like hey little mama let me whisper in your ear wait till you see my dick (laughs) (laughs) you know what i was even thinking of think of pop stars who sings disco stick by lady gaga it's all about taking a ride on the disco stick. I got the magic stick and then Uchiwali. I mean, it's there's just so many. So it's like Bethany, you really you really need to stay in your lane. Go save the world, girl. Like we love you for that. We think you're incredible for that. You're funny. 
But you got to kind of like take off the apron. You're not leave it to Beaver. This isn't the freaking 50s. And you know what? If you're worried about Bryn, I'm sure there's going to be a kids bop version very quickly. (laughs) I mean, maybe she's just jealous. I know she recently, you know, uh, separated with her relationship. And maybe she just wants that, wants to get that WAP again. Mm, Yeah. Maybe she needs the D. Maybe she needs some D. Bethany, um, (laughs) people got mad at me because I commented on the two judgy girls posts. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Um, (laughs) Bethany and her boyfriend obviously had broke up, just like April said, and they reported it on the Instagram. And I commented, Bethany doesn't need these vanilla ass white boys. She needs a man with passion. She needs a man that's going to like not let her get away with everything because this is what she does. She dates these vanilla ass white boys and then she takes over me. They were like, how dare you say vanilla ass white boys? Like if we were to say that or change the race, we would just be in deep water. And it's like the white fragility these days. It's just really funny. Out of control. You were topless. You had sex at a waterbed. You kissed another woman. And you know what? I never mentioned that. But you want to mention it? Now we'll mention it. Mention it all. Mention it all. Too many Karens out there. How are you going to explain that to Bryn? Ramona had a good point. Even though she's terrible and she's evil, she had a good point. How are you going to explain that to Bryn? You should worry about that instead of worrying about Bryn listening to WAP. They're all good now, it seems like, but she said so many just awful things that, I mean, there's way more things to worry about than WAP. If you didn't get it by now, our nomination for Most Terrible of the Week does go to Bethany for dissing the WAP song and for talking about Cardi B's vagina. I bet Cardi would come back and say, yeah, it is a two-car garage and I have two Lamborghinis in there, so (laughs) fuck you. (laughs) I don't know how to even begin this, but I just want to say to the Bachelor fans out there and the Bachelorette fans, this is not my forte. I am staying in my lane, but I ask you to join me on this journey. If you haven't watched anything that has to do with The Bachelor, you'll be in good company because neither have I. But Claire, I mean, I love her. A lot of, you see all these girls and men going on The Bachelor, Bachelorette, just trying to be famous and get the next Instagram deal. But I really, truly think she is there to meet the man of her dream. She just seems so sweet, so nice. She does come off a, a certain way. To me, it was very much like she cries during sex and she will absolutely ball after an orgasm. Like, forget about it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I can see that. She's a little too emotional. We're starting the nominations in general with just The Bachelorette in general. The whole show is terrible in general as a nomination. This was during the California shutdown where we were all mandated to stay home. You know, ABC took everyone to this resort, made them all quarantine. Kind of weird. I don't want to see everyone talking about, oh, I get my COVID test today. Oh, I have been quarantining. I haven't hugged anyone in two months. I'm like, okay, enough's enough. Like, we all know. We all get it. We lived it. I don't want to hear you talk about it anymore. My first nomination is for the guy that came on The Bachelorette in a straight jacket. Like, what the fuck were you thinking? Like, what is this? Can we talk about the guys, April? Blake is the absolute hottest to me. Like, I know that Dale is hot, but there's something about this big, hairy, burly, berry, just Blake. Blake the bear. Oh, my God. And she didn't give him the rose, and they kiss. So she's terrible for that, in my opinion. Um, Who do you think is the hottest? Oh, my God. 
hands down Dale. I have never seen a man that fine in my life. Um, I actually showed the picture of him to my boyfriend and he was like, oh yeah, I agree. You guys, he really is hot. Like I'm, I'm right now I'm all about Blake because for some reason I'm really attracted to hair right now. So it's like, I mean, it uh, hair is hot right now. He would but, keep you nice and comfy during quarantine. You know, they'll tickle your thing down there. It's fantastic. But <laughs> Dale is hot. Let's not get it twisted. Dale can pound me into an oblivion and oh. knock me unconscious. <laughs> I she couldn't breathe. She had like an orgasm right there. She was just like, oh, done. <laughs> I just met my husband. I think I just met my husband. I mean, anyone would say that when looking at him. I mean, that's just an automatic reaction. I mean, Annie's an NFL player. Like, God. She started crying. Like, she started quivering. (laughs) She started imagining getting pounded by that beautiful, big, gorgeous, light-skinned. But you guys, we also have to think about this stuff. Men are pigs, okay? Listen to the way that I'm objectifying them right now. And I'm a man. I'm a (laughs) cow. You guys, like, we need to, like, also think, talk about the red flags. Like, you know, these guys are players. Like, Dale is a football player. Like, come on. Like, you you don't think women throw themselves at them? Like, I would never date an athlete. Yeah, you can't look that good and be an athlete without being a player. I mean, it's just. What about the guy, Yosef, that she kept that was involved in that gossip scandal? First of all, he looks like the bad guy from Charlie's Angels. (laughs) He's definitely (laughs) killed someone. And I don't trust the guy from West Virginia, and that's why his ass went home. She's like, I don't like a freaking tattletale, and your accent started to fade towards the end, and you seem a little gay. Yeah, it's so corny. It's always a train wreck. I mean, this year's of the she's the oldest bachelorette ever. I think she's like 39 or. How terrible is it that they're like she's the oldest? She's 39. When did 39 become like an old age? Are you kidding me? Like she is so young still. What are you talking about? That's how old you should be. I mean, all these young people that are 20, 21, you're not 21. You're not trying to get married when you're 21. I mean, come on. That's a different show. That's a different show. And then the host is like, I don't know if we can continue. So does she find love? I'm invested now. Like, what is this? Because she leaves early. Claire leaves early and then Tasha takes over. I don't know if she's taking over with the same guys because you know they pick the guys kind of according to what oh the woman sort of wants so i have no idea i mean i know she's taking over but i don't so know claire like, is happening. not gonna find love is what you're saying claire is not gonna find it well they're saying she's leaving early because she did find love but i don't know it's just it's the super secret of the bachelor world like like the host is like well you th- congratulations for blowing up the bachelor and i'm like what is he talking about what is happening <laughs> <laughs> Every single year, it's the most dramatic year ever. So don't get yourself too excited. But yeah, get yourself invested because it's good. That's what's been happening. That's what I've been watching. A lot of firsts, you guys. Lots of firsts this week because we have no Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. We have no Real Housewives of New York City. Mm-hmm. Below Deck is ending and it's completely horrible anyway. We're all waiting mm-hmm. for Captain Lee. I'm not watching Bravo's chat room because, once again, it's Bravo taking ideas from these podcasters like me that have been doing this for years. And instead of hiring us, you're going to go hire Portia, Giselle, people that already have a show on Bravo. It makes no sense. Are you guys watching Emily in Paris? I was only attracted to this because Darren Starr is the creator. He's responsible for Sex in the City. So I gave it a shot, and I have to say... 
I'm completely conflicted because it's absolutely terrible. The acting is terrible. The story is completely terrible and unrealistic, but I can't stop watching it. I did four episodes in one night. All the other shows, I think he does younger, too. I mean, they're good, they're cheesy, they're cute. Uh, but yeah, absolutely terrible. And how many times have we seen this story before? The girl gets a job in Paris and goes there and works and falls in love with someone else and she has a boyfriend. It's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> exactly. She's a very young Carrie. She's annoying. She even steps in dog poo like Carrie does when she goes to Paris. <laughs> I mean, it's terrible. And I don't know why. I just love these little teeny bopper shows. They're just always such an addiction of mine. It's like a guilty pleasure. And I was pretty much okay with it being a guilty pleasure. I was pretty much okay with it being terrible and me watching it. But then I heard how old she's supposed to be in the show, and it completely pissed me off. I think she's supposed to be, like, 22 years old. Yeah, that's exactly how old she is. And doesn't that fucking piss you off? Like, who (laughs) has master's degrees by 22, gets a huge job offer, moves to Paris, like, get the fuck out of here. That does not happen. All the guys are kind of hot in the show, though. Like, I would bang all of them. The Gabriel guy's hot. The freaking lingerie guy is hot. So we got our firsts out of the way, our first Bachelor section, our first Emily in Paris. We don't know if we're going to have more of this, but we wanted to touch on something different. Because, like I said, the Bravo world has been very, very divided lately. The only thing that I have to report on is Real Housewives of Orange County. That's the new one that a lot of people aren't watching because of the whole Kelly Dodd. If you are a fan of the pod, you know that she was voted most terrible last week. So let's get into the Bravo breakdown, April. Leanne, hold up. I think that you have actually a little bit more to share with us about Real Housewives of Orange County because I saw your Instagram the other night and I saw you hanging out with Emily and Elizabeth Vargas. So tell me a little bit (laughs) about that because I need the tea. And you actually were not with Bronwyn, who I know you're also friends with, who had another party. So The stories did reveal that I was at the Real Housewives of Orange County viewing party, premiere party, in Newport with some of the ladies. I was invited by my Bravo bestie, Emily. So I did accompany her to the party. I only stayed for 20 minutes. I was masked and paranoid, let me tell you. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like April said, I have friends on the show. It's kind of the only reason I'm watching. I'm not watching for Kelly Dodd. I'm not supporting Kelly Dodd. Obviously, I've talked about her on my podcast, so you guys know how I feel about her. I'm watching for Bronwyn. I'm watching for Emily. You know, there's terrible things in there that are going to come up that we are going to talk about that I will hold them accountable for. The They had the party for the Vargas vodka, right? Yes. So Elizabeth does have her own vodka, which she did give me a bottle of. And it had a little note that said compliments of Elizabeth and compliments was spelled incorrectly. <laughs> That's the other reason why I didn't stay for the party, because it was a viewing party and there was a lot of people and I didn't need to see it. I already had seen it. So I said hi to everyone. I took some photos and I grabbed some food and a freaking swag bag and I bounced. (laughs) But yes, the Vargas vodka, I had a lot of it and, you know, it did the trick. (laughs) It did hurt the next day. So it's no Grey Goose. (laughs) Yeah. Like, let's not attack people for watching the show. Let's not attack people for not watching the show. Like, you watched it or you didn't. Like, let's just leave it at that. We do have some amazing news. So let's get into the Bravo breakdown. April, um, 
did you watch Orange County? Of course I did. I mean, same, not as super excited about it this year, but I just, you know, you have to watch. I have to watch. If you're mad at Kelly right now, it is going to be unbearable to watch. The premiere was not exciting. It no. wasn't like, oh, wow, I'm like hooked. You know, it seems very lackluster to me. Um, the big reveal was Bronwyn saying she's an alcoholic. She had a scene with Emily where they were trying to be friends and Bronwyn was trying to apologize for her. And Emily was as cold as freaking Erica Jane's freaking forehead. It was just <laughs> ice. Like Emily and Bronwyn, are, they, they just are not friends and they just don't see eye to eye. And that whole scene was forced. Elizabeth is the only fresh breath of air she hosted me at her house she's absolutely a doll she's so nice she looks you right in the eye she was masked when she was talking to me so i felt safe (laughs) (laughs) and she was like so funny on the show what did you think about elizabeth on the show because i think she was the best part yeah for sure i loved her i mean she just gave me really good vibes so free now that she's away from her ex-husband and she can just be her own businesswoman. it was really like inspirational because a lot of these women don't do that they rely on their rich husbands you know put my boobs in my husband's face and sang big spender and he was hooked yeah. and i'm like that's hilarious <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a fan. I'm looking forward to see kind of more like who she clicks with. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've sang Big Spender to men in Las Vegas, and it did not work out for me like it did for Elizabeth. There's really not much happening until Real Houses of Salt Lake City comes back. And if you are new to the podcast, check out the last episode because Heather Gay and Lisa Barlow actually stopped by to say hi to the fans. Um, let's talk about how David Bedore married the mistress and apparently she's pregnant. Um, I just keep going back to like that scene in Watch What Happens Live when Shannon was like, I talked to her and she told me he's obsessed with me. He wants to marry me. <laughs> I just- so bad for Shannon. So uh, another note on it, I'm glad Shannon's happy, but she does seem like a sore thumb on the show. No one is really best friends with her. But did you notice that the beginning was narrated by Gina? I don't know. I'm not a big Gina fan. And I mean, I like that she's got her shit together now, but I mean, I know she's just gained a lot of weight and she just does not give me housewife vibes. She is not what I look to for a housewife. She's not fabulous. She's not wealthy. She doesn't have But don't you prestige. think she's part of that OC iconic part of building process of the housewives? She got the wine thrown in her face by Tamara. Yeah, she's kind of like the one that everyone picks on. Like, so you got to have that person. You know, Andy feels a certain kind of way. Maybe he knew that the just the show wasn't going to be all that, or he wanted to soften the blow. But regardless, Andy Cohen sent flowers to Vicky Gunvalson yes. right before yes. the OC premiere, kind of <laughs> letting her know, like, you're the OG, you're, like, the favorite of all time. I loved it. And, I mean, I agree. As much as I hate Vicky, I've said this to you before, I do love her, too. I mean, she is hilarious, as annoying as she is. She is hilarious. She's so many entertaining one-liner she's so funny but i love that he did not send tamra any flowers <laughs> and she gave him some shade on the post and that was amazing oh my god so tamra was hanging out with one of the girls from selling sunset and basically yeah. implying through instagram that she might join the show it's like get the fuck out of here tamra yeah no get past 
joining shit. You're not joining Selling Sunset. Get out of here. We don't appreciate the implication. You're terrible for that. And we know your ass isn't doing shit. And it's okay. Just say that. But you know what? I will I will take a bottle of Vena CBD. Um, I'm not being a total hater, Tamara. <laughs> I'm just saying don't be terrible and start making us think you're going to join Selling Sunset because we know you're not. I am not watching Potomac. I need to start from season one. Um, oh, my it's on, God. It's on my list. I know. I know. Guys, I heard it's one of the best. We found one of those people that we talk about on the internet, like the people that sleep on Potomac. April is one of them. <sighs> oh, my God. How can you sleep on Potomac, especially after – I know you've seen the fight in the previews. I know you've seen yeah. the trailers. How can you sleep on this? It's freaking gold. I know. I need to go back and watch it. I don't even think it's that I'm sleeping on it. I just don't have the time. You don't even need to go back. You could literally just watch this season. It gives you a full recap. And then it okay. maybe watch a reunion or, or two from the past episodes. You know, those always catch you up, too. It's like yeah. it's like um, Cliff's Notes. <laughs> I know, but I want to be fully invested, though. I need to watch from, from season one. So I will go back and we can chat about Potomac next time. Yeah, you do, because you do need to get to know Katie, because she was such a mess and a gem and perfect housewife. Um, her hair and her wigs were all crazy, and she said incredible things. And she had a hot boyfriend, and he took care of her. Like, she was amazing. So it's the time of the episode where we talk about who is going to be voted most terrible. You know, we've talked about a lot of people throughout the episode. We talked about Tyga and his huge cock. He's not really terrible, but we need to talk about big dicks because it's the theme of the episode. Lots of dick and pussy talks. So we have nominations for Claire from The Bachelorette for just coming off a little too eager. You know, coming off a little too much like I'm going to cry after sex. Just coming off a little bit too <laughs> We have nominations for the entire show of Emily in Paris because it is completely unrealistic and terrible. We have nominations for Rural Housewives of Orange County because people are like, I'm not watching it. It's freaking terrible. Just an entire nomination in general for Orange County. So, April, you're the guest. We've talked about a lot of things throughout the episode. A lot of first timers here on Everyone is Terrible. You know, it's a very broad show, and that's why it is essential. It is very important for you guys to DM me who you want me to talk about. So let me know who is most terrible for the week, in your opinion. I want those DMs. April, give us your most terrible for the week. We've talked about everybody. Oh, man, my most terrible is definitely have to has to be Bethany. I mean, I Cardi B is my girl and I do not like how she dissed her. I, I didn't like the way she talked about her and not only just about the song, just about Cardi in general and how she has a big two car garage and she doesn't smell like peaches. It was just rude and unnecessary. Like, have your own opinions, but don't say something about the person. <laughs> But I think it's going to be unanimous at this point. I think we're going to vote Bethany for most terrible of the week because she's absolutely right. This is about reclaiming sexual female empowerment. You have a child now that can Google things and listen to stuff. But, honey, that is the norm of having a child in this time and age where the freaking iPhone is introduced at age two. Like, I know babies that know how to operate a full freaking iPad. So, <laughs> like... I don't know what to tell you. I do not know what to tell you. I'm not a mother. I'm not a father. But I am a godfather, and I have plenty of children in my life. And I can tell you that if they're in the car, I'm not going to put on Cardi B. You know, I might put on I might put on the Kibs Bop version of it, Wings and Pizza. <laughs> Bethany, 
Leave Cardi B alone. Leave Cardi B alone. <laughs> Leave Cardi B alone. <laughs> I want to thank my guest, April, for coming in. April, what do you want to promote? Thank you so much for coming in again. As always, you were a blast. And I love that. Anything that I've watched, you watch as well. <laughs> I'm like, what's the bachelorette? She's like, yes, you watch this. Yes. So we do have to yell at you about Potomac, though. You're on the terrible list for that one. Uh, I know. I'm going to get on it. But, yeah, I know. I love watching the same shows as you. We just need to, like, live stream and watch them together and just talk shit about all of these terrible shows. But, yeah, thank you for having me on. And love to have you guys follow me on Instagram, April underscore Ann underscore 88. Um, check out all of my baking adventures there. Um, I'm always making new fun things. And check out my adorable little puppy, Jamal. And there's plenty, plenty of pictures of him, too, that'll make you have a happy day. (laughs) I'm going to be coming out with my own masks and merchandise for Everyone is Terrible. So I really, 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 really would appreciate if you would just contribute to the podcast just a tiny little bit. There's a link in my bio on Instagram for it. You could do $1.99 a month. It is literally nothing. It is pennies. It is eight quarters give a bitch a couple bucks i know i'm usually like give a bitch a dollar but the option starts at 199 it goes up as high as 499 the people that subscribe to the 499 when i get my merchandise i will be giving you guys a little freebie and access to the patreon that is coming up with some celebrity interviews i have some huge stars booked for the winter really tell your friends say download this podcast it's really good it's my friend doing it or i heard him talking about bethany like i heard he is friends with em like whatever you want to talk about or he's fucking terrible you should listen to him so you could dog on it (laughs) whatever you want i really just need everyone to be supporting the show right now and so that's pretty much it i'm hollywood leon it's my favorite day of the week as always i love you and appreciate you guys send me your dms for most terrible i read all of them and i take them all into consideration april thank you so much for coming in again of course leon i will be back hopefully all right terrible kids i'm hollywood leon it's my favorite day of the week we will see you again soon bye terrible kids